0: It is I, your host Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art. All the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So, welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, loves! It is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and today I'm back again with- back again, back again, (laughs) back again, with another one um, for the Winter Soldier Saga. Now, real quick before we- dive into the actual subject of today's podcast I just wanted to tell you all that I'm sorry that I did not get to my podcast this podcast last week um I really wanted to and I set up everything to do so and all that stuff but on the day that I was supposed to record um I uh, we had a minor house fire everything's okay nothing was destroyed we're all we're all good all right everything's okay um, it's just, obviously, I, I, I couldn't record, um, and after that, we had to work on, um, repair, and I felt like it would be a be- best idea to stay home, um, as well, to watch over everything and make sure it was all okay, so, yeah, so that happened, and then the next, and then the next few days, I had to get to my job jobs, so, you know, I just didn't have enough time, um, to um really get around to watching this but now I have so I'm going to talk about it. So today we're talking about the one and only civil war. Oh yeah, baby. Ah. Uh, now um there are three things that I would like to mainly focus on um for this story um and uh, we're not going to be talking about Hydra At all, except for, you know, obviously the points that tie into Bucky, because, well, Hydra isn't very present in this movie, except for the flashbacks in which Bucky and his other um, not-so-good super-soldier friends are um, taking place. So, yeah, so Hydra's not really present as a major threat or anything. The, The villain comes from outside of Hydra, things like that, so... Our three main points are, of course, one, uh, Zemo. We're going to be talking about the character of Zemo, why he's important to the story, things like that. Number two, we're going to be talking about um, the parts of the movie that have Bucky involved. Um, We will talk a little bit about the setup of the movie just because it kind of leads into everything else. But in the grand scheme of things, um, considering this is focusing on Bucky, uh, we are not going to dive in too deep into all of that. And then, of course, third, we're going to talk about Bucky and um, all of his goodness and um, where he ends up at the very end. So, yeah. So, let's get started. So, number one is Zemo. I figured we'd dissect him first because he's very important when it comes to the show Um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I didn't know who he was before when I previously attempted to watch it, so now I get to catalog why he's important to all of this. So, Zemo. Zemo's story, as we end up hearing at the end of the movie, is that um, he had a wife and a son and during the events of Age of Ultron in Sokovia, um, he managed to get his wife and son to the edge of the city where his father lives. Now he assured them and thought that everything would be perfectly fine if they stayed right there at the edge of the city. for whatever reason he was holed up somewhere else or something of that nature um either way it doesn't matter he just wasn't present um and so when the dust settled and he was finally able to recover the bodies he discovered that his father had died um, while trying to protect his wife and son basically all of them holding each other and it's very sad. I'm glad they don't flash back to it because I probably would have shed a tear. Um so yeah, it's one of those things where I can kind of understand his motivations. So yeah, that that that's not good. So this ends up leading to Zemo's main motivation in the movie, which um the Avengers think for a while. Is to get control of Bucky, and then later on, as we discover the other Hydra super soldiers. But that's not actually the truth. His whole entire goal, the entire time, was to make the Avengers crumble from the inside, which he ultimately succeeded in doing um, um, during Captain America and Tony's semi solo fight. Uh, Bucky did help towards the end there but yeah. So, yeah, that's Zemo's motivation, and, um, he does a couple of interesting things throughout the movie. Um, for example, um, there's this flashback at some point in the movie to an officer that was, um, either ahead of or watching over the entire project, and, um, that included Bucky and the other Hydra super soldiers, and, um, Zemo ended up waterboarding him and torturing him in order to try and get the information um the former sergeant um however did not give up the information, leading Zemo to ultimately end up killing him via drowning um and allowing Zemo to take the book with the forbidden hydra knowledge and the secret code words to make Bucky bed so Yeah, it's all very interesting. So, yeah, another prominent thing that Zemo does, of course, is um, he ends up breaking into Bucky's cell by um, masquerading as the... um, I forget if it's a psychiatrist or a psychologist that um, was supposed to visit Bucky, but basically it was meant to be a... um, not a mental test, a mental checkup on Bucky, essentially, because Bucky ended up getting captured, along with the rest of Team Cap, as of that point in the movie. Um, and so, yeah, so Zemo ends up posing as the psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever. And um, we find out later in the movie that he actually killed the real guy. Um, so, yeah, that's... um. That's great. Um, So yeah, it just, throughout the movie, Zemo proves again and again just how far he is willing to go in order to destroy the Avengers from within. Which, yet again, he kind of succeeds. And then at the end of the movie, the last we see of Zemo is talking to T'Challa, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. And um, he ends up attempting to take his own life. Um, after explaining his real motivations behind everything that he's done, but T'Challa stops him in order to take him in for proper justice. Um, So, yeah. So Zemo is very prominent in the story of Bucky, and like I said, um, from what I remember, he does end up coming back later on in the series. So, you know, he is kind of important. Uh, like I said before, I didn't know anything about him, so watching this movie definitely helped me get a better sense of who this guy is. Um, in this movie, uh, we are also introduced to The Raft, which is a underwater prison, um, high-security prison, um, meant to have some of the most dangerous people, um, which at some point includes the majority of Team Cap until the end of the movie where he sets them all free. So, now I suppose we have to talk about um, the actual movie itself. Now, the majority of the first half-ish of the movie um, doesn't really have Bucky in it whatsoever. It's only when Bucky is framed for um, just um, blowing up the UN council thing whatever in Vienna it's basically when the Sokovia Accords um were supposed to be signed um and for those of you who aren't very familiar with what the Sokovia Accords are um just a basic rundown it basically a bunch of countries um are willing to sign these Accords that basically say what the Avengers um can and cannot do um each avenger gets their own choice of whether or not they choose to sign on with the accords and team cap as it's known um which includes captain america um the falcon uh buck um the winter soldier mainly because he wasn't there um wanda maximov aka the scarlet witch um oh hawkeye and um Ant-Man, I believe, I believe that's all of them, choose not to sign, um, with, uh, the Winter Soldier and, um, Ant-Man kinda not being there to sign in the first place, so, but they end up choosing Team Cap's side anyway, so, you know, um, whereas everyone else, um, Iron Man, the Black Panther, um, Natasha Romanoff, um, you know, um, Rhodey, Vision, um, Spider-Man, they all choose Team Iron Man's side, which is, um, you know, the side with the Soviet, uh, so- Sokovia Accords. So, Yeah. So that's the main conflict of the movie is over the Accords and during the council with the UN that was supposed to do the signing and all of that stuff. It ends up getting blown up by a guy who looks like Bucky Barnes. Um, So they end up just they just automatically assume that it's him and um, go on the look for him. And this is where everything with the Winter Soldier really starts. So the first thing is Captain America ends up breaking into Bucky's apartment um, while Bucky is out trying his best to just enjoy some plums. He just bought some plums and now he can't even enjoy them. And um, Bucky ends up noticing that, uh uh-oh, his face is on the newspaper for being wanted. Once he realizes this, he makes his way um, back to his apartment as fast as he can, because, well, a man has already run off in order to, assumingly, report Bucky for being in the area, at least, so, yeah. So, um, like I said, Captain America breaks into Bucky's apartment, and by the time Bucky gets back, um, he's already there, and they have a little bit of a conversation about how how much Bucky remembers Bucky lies throughout the entire thing saying that he doesn't remember much at all and that everything that he knows came from the Captain America exhibit in the museum, but Cap knows that he's lying. No Cap. Nyuk, 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 am I hip with the kids now? Um, but yeah, so after their little chit-chat, um, they and a, a bunch of agents, uh, I forget what they're supposed to be. They're not SWAT. They're just general government people um, end up breaking into Bucky's apartment and everything like that. Bucky and Cap fight them off, but not necessarily together. Bucky is semi-fighting Cap as well. um, And somewhere in the middle of the fight, Bucky ends up breaking through the floorboards and getting his backpack before um, fighting some agents, and also going down the spiral stairs in order to try and escape. He ends up jumping onto the roof of a building, um, f- fights T'Challa in the Black Panther suit real quick, but at this point in the movie, nobody knows it's T'Challa. And also, just a quick side note, T'Challa has sworn to kill um, Bucky because Bucky... Um, was thought to have been behind the explosion that, um, ended up killing T'Challa's father. So, yeah, not a great look for the poor dude. So, yeah, Bucky ends up on the run, making a run for it, um, which eventually morphs into a car chase sequence with Bucky on a motorcycle, or, uh, having stolen a motorcycle, I should say, which ends with, um, captain america the falcon the winter soldier and the black panther all being caught and then this is the point in the movie also where the black panther takes his mask off to reveal that he's t'challa so yeah they all end up getting caught and then this is the part where bucky gets thrown into his little containment cube um and so now he is going through the mental checks aforementioned before um so during all this, of course, Zemo is there, you know, posing as the psychiatrist, psychologist dude, and ends up taking out the book, um, which contains all of the Hydra goodness, including the pass sorry, the passcode phrase word things that turn Bucky from good old sweet Bucky Barnes boy to the winter soldier so he ends up um, cutting out the power using a device that ended up being delivered to the power grid that was powering the compound um and um he goes ahead and he says the magic words as bucky bris slowly makes his way out of the cell breaking everything the best that he can as fast as he can to get out of there But by the time he breaks the final uh, wall door thing, it's too late. And now commences another chase sequence. Yay! This chase sequence also involves Bucky Barnes fighting Captain America and um, the Falcon and basically everyone else along the way. Um... Zemo gets interrogated for one singular second by Captain America before he ends up getting knocked out and Sam also almost ends up getting knocked out, but um is a is conscious enough to get back up and chase after Bucky. There's a lot of fighting between the Falcon and Bucky and then Bucky fights with the Black Panther and then Bucky makes his way to the roof again Except, in a, except the roof of the compound this time, not of a random building, in an attempt to flee by using the helicopter. Um, this is where we get to the iconic and dumb scene of Captain America sprinting up in order to... Um, in order to... With one hand, grab onto the landing gear of the helicopter, and with the other, hold onto the railing of the building, which ends up eventually leading to the helicopter getting destroyed, toppling over into the sea, in which um, um, Captain America also falls, and and Captain America ends up swimming Bucky's unconscious body to safety. Now, I do want to make a, a quick amendment here, because... I I messed up a little bit. Captain America did not get knocked out. He fell down an elevator shaft with no elevator in it. So, sorry about that. Um, I just remembered, I just assumed he got knocked out, because Sam Wilson almost did. So, now we cut to later, where um, Captain America ends up discreetly meeting with Sharon Carter, um, Peggy Carter's niece, I believe, Um, and, um, Bucky and Sam are both hanging out in the car while they both talk. Um, Captain America ends up getting all of their gear back, everybody's gear back, and uh, possibly more gear as well, I don't really know. Um, and then Cap and Sharon share the, the silly kiss that nobody in the Marvel fandom likes. Why? Why did you feel the need to put a kiss here? If you wanted somebody to kiss, have it be Tony Stark and Pepper Potts! But, I digress. So, yeah. That happened, and we all would like to forget that it did. Especially considering the end of Endgame, where technically Cap would have gotten married to Peggy, so, you know, there's that, so yeah. But with all of that weirdness aside, um, Cap, Sam, and Bucky all go ahead and tell me that I'm wrong because I missed a scene! I am so sorry. I swear I'm trying my best. So bef- right before this scene happens, so just take a few steps back with me real quick. Um, Bucky and Sam and Cap are all in this abandoned building where um, Cap is keeping um, Bucky's arm a hostage in some sort of machinery contraption thing. While they t- talk things out with Bucky and make sure that Bucky's Bucky again and not the Winter Soldier. They do end up confirming this and then the Winter Soldier goes on about the Hydra super soldiers that are not him. He basically explained that um, what ended up happening was is that he was on a mission um, to get the super soldier serum from Howard... Stark's car while he was transporting it along with Tony Stark's mother. I don't remember her name. Um, and, you know, ends up killing them, wrecking the car and killing them, um, and also getting the super soldier serum. And then after that, Hydra makes more super soldiers, which all end up in their own cryo-freeze in Siberia. Um, and they're like the baddest of buns, the most terrifying um death squad you ever did see um so yeah, there's that, um so yeah, yay, um, yeah, so all of this happens right before the earlier scene, so just pretend I said all of this uh before then, so yeah. So now, moving on, now that we're back in the quote-unquote present, um, we now get the even more famous airport fight, Woo! Where it's Team Cap versus Team Team Iron Man. Um, They all fight it out. Um, Team Cap ends up quote-unquote winning in the end, even though most of their members end up getting arrested and sent to the raft. But uh, Bucky... And, um, Steve do end up getting on the Quinjet, um, and flying off to Siberia. Um, so, yeah. And now, there's just a quick side note of Iron Man. So, um, this part is actually important, so bear with me. So, Iron Man ends up visiting the raft, because since he's signed the Sokovia Accords and you know is underneath of Ross, I don't know his first name, so he's just Ross um he is on his way to kind of you know figure out where Steve is and things like that um for Ross, but also for himself um so yeah, so he ends up there. he talks to basically each one of the members of team cap except um for Wanda. And um, when he gets to Sam, he deploys some sort of device that makes it to where they can't hear what they're saying for a good hot few minutes, Um, and he ends up getting Sam to open up enough to um, to tell him where Cap might be going. After this conversation, Tony tells Ross that he didn't find out any information, gets in the helicopter, and begins flying away, while also asking, I believe it's Friday as of this part of the series, the AI's name is Friday, I think, um, before asking Friday about things. And it turns out Zemo ended up planting the guy that looks like Bucky at the place in Vienna. Basically, Zemo's behind everything um and um also says some things about Zemo's history himself like how he was a part of some sort of not death squad just like evil squad basically and things like that um so yeah you know basically basically everything starts to come together and make sense and this is also the part where Tony gets told that Zemo was the psychiatrist and everything. So basically everything comes out and Tony um, ends up deploying his suit and flying off. And then we also get a cutback to um, somewhere behind him where T'Challa is flying his own plane, flying after him. So now we get... Um, To the compound itself, Bucky and Steve share some conversation, a few moments together, things like that, before they head inside, where they see um, all of the cryopods, where the um, other soldiers were, and they've all been shot. They are all dead. Um, Zemo tells them that they all died peacefully in their sleep, um, and begins to, um, you know, make them question why they are here, you know, if it wasn't for the soldiers, then what was it for? Um, so, yeah. And a little bit before all of this happens, um, Tony ends up meeting up with them in one of the hallways. Tony and Cap exchange some words and things like that. Um, basically, Tony, in his own Tony way, says that um, he believes that something bad is going on here, and he believes Cap about this anyway. So, yeah. So, Iron, Iron Man's here, too. So, yeah. So, all three of them are there. And um, Zemo and Cap exchange some heated talk before Zemo um, shows them an old tape on the TV screen. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, this is the part of the movie we've all been dreading. So, yeah, basically on this screen it shows, um, Tony, the only one at this point who didn't know, that, um, it was in fact Bucky who ended up killing his parents. And not only that, he did it brutally. You see, his parents actually initially survived the car crash. Um, but Bucky came in and um, gave blunt force trauma to Howard Stark's head before taking his body and leaning it back against the driver's seat before also killing Tony Stark's mother. And then after that, it's assumed he takes the super soldier serum and goes about his way. So, yeah, honestly, pretty brutal. Very brutal. Incredibly brutal. Oh dear. And Tony Stark is uh, understandably shaking and upset about this. um, Asking Cap if he knew. And Cap's all like, yeah, I did. Um, And so fighting starts. Yay! Um, They all end up fighting each other. Um, Bucky, of course, being on Steve's side. So he's just pummeling. Iron Man, but mostly is trying to escape because Iron Man's determined to turn Bucky into paste. Yay! Everybody's good. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, um, they pursue Bucky up the building, down the building, all around the building until they end up in some sort of, um, I don't really know what it is, It's just some sort of indoor-outdoor room um, thing. I don't really know um, that they end up in. And um, Tony actually ends up incinerating the majority of Bucky's arm. Like, most of it is gone. (laughs) So, yeah that's not pleasant, and then after that, Bucky ends up getting knocked out, Cap and, Cap and Tony keep fighting, um, and then Bucky ends up helping Cap finish, um, finish him, um, basically as Cap, um, for a second, looks like he's gonna take off Tony's head, but in reality, just, um, just destroys or mostly destroys tony's arc reactor which at this point in the story will not kill him because he um he actually got the arc reactor that's in his actual physical chest removed he got that removed. it's just the arc reactor in his suit all right there's only on one arc reactor and it's in his suit so yeah so, yeah, after this happens, Cap and um, Bucky end up fleeing. This is also the scene where Zemo and the Black Panther talk. and like I said before, Zemo attempts to take his own life, but it ends up that ends up not happening um, so that he can pay for his crimes. And um, later on, we see that um, Bucky. Bucky's journey in this movie ends in Wakanda, where T'Challa has um, forgiven Bucky um, for what happened, and also realized that Bucky wasn't behind it, first off. Um, So, yeah, so Bucky ends up going into their cryo-freeze until they can figure out a way to get the programming out of his head, so he can't be used as a weapon anymore. So, yeah. And that's where, basically, it ends for Bucky in the movie. And I honestly gotta say, while it's a bit of a bittersweet ending, um, I really like it for Bucky, you know? Obviously, a bunch of other terrible stuff happens in between and all sorts of stuff, but, you know, hey, it could have ended a lot worse. Our Bucky boy could be dead. Woo-hoo! Um. So, yeah. So, that's basically it. And then, for my review of the movie as a whole, I would say it's a pretty good ten out of ten, I mean, yeah, the conflict you know they could have could have at least tried talking a little bit more, but I also do understand that emotions and um feelings really ended up running high, especially in the end, so you know, and like I can see I can see how tony you know I can see how Tony agreed with the accords and cap didn't. I can see, you know, I can see how all of this could have happened. Um, And with Zemo egging on the breaking up of the Avengers, um, like it is a boy band, um, you know, it's one of those things where I thought it was really good. You know, there were some points in in the movie where I kept yelling at the screen, just talk this out. But upon further reflection, like, that wouldn't have been possible. So, yeah. I personally really liked it um everybody all the characters all the actors and actresses they were all good um the only thing i really didn't like was the kiss between sharon and um and captain america because that was a unnecessary b there didn't seem to be much chemistry at all and c within the context of how steve ends up going back into the past and living his life with peggy it just makes it downright weird why did you go there so yeah Anyway, so i hope you all enjoyed go watch civil war for yourself if you want to though no pressure and i will see you all in the next episode of this saga <laughs>